welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Our today's guest is Shelby St. Clair. She is a soul alignment activator. She is a hypnosis and NLP practitioner. She helps women heal their past so that they can succeed. So welcome, Shelby. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, and I already like really like that boss lady piece and the spiritual component, uh, how you help people with the consciousness component and the business. So let's start by you kind of explaining what is it that you do? Yes. So I bring the mind, body, soul into business. You know, we all have experiences in life that are then finally ingrained within us. They become part of our programming, part of our way of being. They get locked into our subconscious mind. And it then shows up in the way that we perform in our business, the way that we do things, the beliefs that we have, the fears that come up. And it all then is tied to trauma that we've experienced. So really what I'm ultimately doing with the women that I work with is breaking generational chains, right? Because everything is passed down from generations past. It is inside of us. It is locked in. And then our experiences here in our human form from the moment that we are born and really when we're inside of our mothers, everything is energy and we experience it all and it all becomes a part of us. And so the work that I do with women is really almost just deprogramming and then reprogramming into a conscious state so that everything then becomes aligned. And so then business feels really, really good. And you're not just over here trying every single different strategy that you could possibly find on the internet and wondering why it's not working for you. Yeah. And this is such a good point too about the deprogramming and then reprogramming, because I think so many people focus on just deprogramming, but then you're kind of left with, okay, now what? Now I just find some cookie cutter strategy and supposedly that should work. And then they run into the very thing you just said, that cookie things don't work for people because we're all unique, right? Yes. Yes. And that's the thing that I love about business, right? The the conscious side of business is that we truly aren't all the same, which is why 
every strategy doesn't work for everybody because we're all so unique. There shouldn't be a one-size-fits-all to literally anything in life because we as humans are so dynamic that we have to understand ourselves at that soul level so that we can really understand how our energy moves so that we can thrive at our highest potential. Yeah, and that also goes with what's happening on a planet currently, right? Because we're moving from all this tribal patriarchal kind of, you know, structural, predictable, step-by-step thing into much more of the individuality and kind of running your own game your own way, which is the lady boss part <laughs> and everything <laughs> that kind of activates the unique navigation. So um, is that something that you help them understand sort of like their own unique way as they get deprogrammed, right, from the past? Yes. Yes, that is absolutely it, right? We dive deep into you as an individual. So understanding your past, what you've gone through, why you react, behave, express things in a certain way, just go about and move through life in your own unique way that you have been programmed up to this point to move. But then also really tapping into that subconscious mind, right? Because we are running 96% of our life from our subconscious state. So we are just naturally doing things without even recognizing it. We are moving and being and expressing in ways that we don't understand, right? Something can happen and we react. And sometimes we have to sit back and say, why did I just do that? Right. Or we have to go and then apologize for something because we didn't even recognize what we were doing in the moment because it was so natural because we were running from that subconscious part of ourselves. And so that begins to show up in every state of our business and our life because we just start doing things out of this natural habit that isn't actually serving us in a way that feels good. So when we can tap into ourselves and dive deep and uproot and uncover what it's connected to, right? An experience that we went through as a child or an experience in school, in a relationship, a friendship, whatever it may be, that then became locked and finally in tuned within our system, our subconscious mind, that then continues to show up because our ego is like, nope, that's what we know. We're keeping you safe. Keep doing it this way. This is how you have to do it. And it holds us back. And so we sit there and we wonder, why I want this incredible business and I want to help people and I want to serve the world in this magical way, but it's not working. I'm showing up and I'm doing all these things and I'm trying all this stuff, but nothing is coming out of it. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not meant for this, right? So then we pull ourselves back and we start to tell ourselves that we can't do the thing, that our soul, our very existence placed within us because it is meant to come out. We just have to find the way for it to work for us in the proper energetic way. Yeah, and that that is so true. Like what I do is soul design profit potential. So like out of the template of what we came in with in our life, I pick the ways through which we can bring in wealth. So it's wealth energetics. And one of the things that you were saying here, I think there's um, a lot of people get confused about self-discipline versus like where are you actually need to decondition and let go mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. think like, oh, I'm not trying hard enough. So I should just try harder, but that only leads to burnout, would you say? Yes, absolutely. Right. And that's just our natural way of being because we haven't been taught another way. Right? We're just going with what we know, using the the tools that we have within us to try and get us to where we want to be. 
And ultimately, if we don't understand why we have that belief, right? Okay, it's not working. I just have to work harder. You know, I'm spending 16, 18 hours a day already working in my business, but you know what? Maybe I need to do 20 and only get a few hours of sleep because if I do that, it's going to work out. When in reality, it's looking at that and asking ourselves, why do I believe that I have to work harder? Because is it actually working for me? Am I getting to where I want to be or am I just exhausted each and every day? Am I actually excited to wake up and do this thing or am I feeling so dragged on that I actually am feeling like I don't want this business or I don't want this thing? I'm being disconnected from it because I feel like I have to do it in this way. If someone, let's say, is to recognize that, okay, I'm getting stuck in the pattern, how would you like maybe give an example of how that generational programming would show up in what they're doing for them to recognize that, okay, I need to talk to Shelby? (laughs) Yeah, I think that the biggest thing that a lot of business owners experience is a a moment of resistance, right? I know that I want a business that is thriving and is successful and is making me X amount of money, but I am resistant to showing up or I'm resistant to talking about my offer. I'm resistant to just fully, you know, if I meet somebody new, I actually resist the feeling of telling them that I have my own business why is that? What is this resistance connected to? Why aren't you doing these things that you know that you want to, but you're fearing or you don't believe that you have the knowledge or the power or whatever it is to do the thing? And so when somebody comes to me and they're saying, I want to show up on social media and I want to be able to share my work with the world and I want to engage people and inspire people, but I just can't do it. I don't, maybe they have this feeling of, I don't know how, I don't know how to do it. So I'm just resistant towards it because I don't want to try something new. I take everybody through this thing called the why ladder, where it literally starts with just asking yourself, why, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to show up on social media? Why do you want to change people's lives? And literally asking yourself why until you get to this deep-rooted answer of why you're doing this thing, which could ultimately be connected to, I want to show up and serve and provide the world with my magic and what I can help them with. Because when I was growing up, I didn't feel like I was seen or heard for what I wanted in my life. Yeah. And probably for some people too, if they do a lot of this, why digging further in and further in, they might find in the layers that they don't want to do what they thought they did and they want something different. Because it mm-hmm. it, it is that you, whenever we're doing this soul work and we're diving into ourselves, we always think there's this one thing at the top of what we're trying to do or create or be or have And it's something different. We could tie this into relationships because I think that this is something that a lot of people have experienced in a relationship is either, you know, you get into an argument with your spouse or your partner and you try and bring it up as it's connected to money or sex, right? We don't have enough money to live the life that we want. And so now we're having an argument about it and we're frustrated or we're not having enough sex in our relationship. And so it doesn't feel good. And I don't think that you want me. But ultimately that is just this like upper level that we're thinking it's about when really we can connect it to, I don't love myself 
And so I feel like you don't love me because we're not having as much sex as we used to, right? It can be so different than what we think that it is. And it always is something deeper. And going down that Y ladder, you can see that and you can start connecting to that. And so maybe it's not just about social media, right? That's where you can then really understand your fears and your limiting beliefs, the things that are coming in the way and, 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 putting this block in front of your mind to get you to where you want to be. Well, yeah. And a lot of the current blocks that I think are very common in entrepreneurship is visibility. There are Mm -hmm. some people, I guess, that are designed to just be out there and totally love it. But majority of people, especially sensitive types, if they have something to contribute, they show up anyway. But there's so much discomfort, which I always find is linked to some karmic stuff or past lives of being a witch and being burnt or something like that. Um, Did you find a lot of those types of um, examples sort of in what you do? Yeah, definitely a deeper fear of connected to something, right? And it could be connected to you were in school and you were bullied Mm -hmm. and you were made fun of. And now you are fearful to show up and you don't want to be bullied again online because you see it happening and you don't want it to happen to you and you fear that it will. It can be connected so deeply to so many things. And of course, our past lives, right? That's why the generational chains... We don't even recognize how our past lives, our parents, our grandparents, and so on and so forth are so finely ingrained in our belief system. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily always something that we've experienced in our lifetime that's holding us back. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely true. And I think there's so many times when it happens that someone kind of starts doing something, then it doesn't work. So they realize they don't maybe know what to do. So then they learn more, but then they try again. It still doesn't work. Then they push harder because this is what they should do. And then the voice of whoever mm, kind of maybe their parent starts saying this you know, like putting them down, like, well, you can't, or you, you're not supposed to, or, well, you're not designed for this. And they have then this internal friction, right. Of wanting to do it and feeling like they can't. So can you explain how, let's say hypnosis and NLP and other modalities, I'm sure you use, how does that help them to get out of that mode when they end up feeling almost like self-abused by that inner voice? Yeah. When the self-sabotage starts coming Mm -hmm. in because of that little voice speaking to you, right? And that's the beauty of all of these different modalities that are out there that are available to us. Hypnosis is literally reprogramming and, and rewiring those neural pathways for your belief system. So it's going into the subconscious mind, uprooting the thing that you believe to be true for yourself for whatever the experience, for whatever the past life experience. And you're literally telling your mind and your your subconscious a new story. And you're going in there and you're feeding yourself a new belief system. And you're visualizing and you're seeing your life actually play out in a completely different way. Hypnosis is beautiful because we can go back to a moment, to an experience that you had And we can see that thing play out before you. And then we can change the entire existence of that story. Mm -hmm. And so we can say, okay, this is connected to when you were a child 
and you were crying because you were hurt and your parents told you to stop crying and to get over it and pushed you away and didn't give you love and didn't make you feel accepted and seen and heard for your pain and your hurt and your emotions. And we can see that playing out in your mind visually. And then we can go ahead and we can tap into that and we can say, let's go ahead and recreate the story in the way that you wished and wanted it and needed it to play out so that you felt supported, loved, seen, and heard. And we can recreate and revisualize that experience in a new way and quite literally reprogram those neural pathways so that then stepping out of that, your belief system is changed, right? And it's it's not overnight thing. I think Mm -hmm. that that's something that we all have to also really understand is that this kind of deep work and this rewiring and reprogramming isn't an overnight thing. It is a process and it takes the, the action and also the want to change it so that it actually solidifies and becomes real for you so that those beliefs no longer come up. And if they do, for whatever reason, you immediately move through them rather than them coming in and holding you back and getting you stuck again. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people assume, especially with hypnosis, that it's like, oh, you just go in, you dig this up, you translate it differently now in your mind and that's it. It's done. But this is an interesting point you're bringing up that it actually takes some time for the cellular organism here, the body to get the, this new message <laughs> and integrate it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have to think about it. You know, we've spent uh, up to however old we are at this point with this belief. We have gone this many years with this belief system, with this ingrained within our nervous system, within our minds, within our body, our soul, right? It's there, it's locked in. And so it's not going to be an overnight thing to fully release it. It takes time, just as we've walked this planet with it for so long. And now, obviously, it's not going to take as long as we've walked this planet (laughs) with, but it's going to take a few sessions to really rewire and reprogram that belief system. Did you find that a lot of times with your clients, that belief system was linked to their identity, like how they actually associated their identity with that as if it's part of them when it was not? Absolutely. That always shows up. There's this other uh, thing that I call the trauma ladder that we go down to really understand and connect at the very bottom is the trauma, the experience that you had. And above that is the store, the limiting belief that you then connected to it. You know, this happened to me. So therefore I am, or, or creating I am statements, I am unworthy or I am not valued. I am unloved. And because of that, we start to experience and feel an emotion, right? We're sad, we're hurt, we're angry. And then on top of that, we then have a story that we're walking through life with and how we're playing out. And what we truly believe about ourselves, which then ultimately creates our behaviors and how we act and how we walk and move through life because all of that comes together and is so deeply rooted and connected that we truly believe that that is us. And sometimes we believe that we can't change it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so true that people kind of get stuck in this idea that, well, because it's not what I do, it's who I am. I'm just sort of sort of stuck with it when in reality, that's actually not true self. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. we can always, we can always change everything in our life, right? 
always. But the problem is that so many of us grew up with parents or grandparents that were like, well, this is who I am. So you just have to go with it. Right. Or the I'm the parent. So you have to listen to me sort of mentality. Mm -hmm. And because of that, because of those types of sayings, because of those beliefs that we heard and we experienced, we then take that on as part of our identity. Well, this is how I was raised and what I was told. So I can't change and nothing can be better. And I just have to keep working harder and harder and harder and hope that it works out. Or maybe I'm just going to decide that this isn't for me and nothing is ever going to come out of this mm-hmm. when really we are such powerful beings we can do be have whatever we want but it starts with our mind of what we believe about ourselves how we feel about ourselves how we walk through life mm-hmm. yeah absolutely this is so in line with as the planetary change we're going into the age of individuality and being able to be that you know individual identity so um i always say like 100% possible 100% of the time the rest is up to you <laughs> like yeah. where where are you in this so um you activate their soul alignment you bring in that connection so how would you describe your superpower yes i think that my superpower is already knowing what you need, right? Coming and saying, this is what I'm struggling with. And this is what's coming up for me. And this is why I doubt myself and intuitively already knowing what it's connected to. And now we just have to do the work to get you to believe and understand the core reason of why you're feeling these things, why you feel stuck, why you're not making the money that you want in your business, why your your business hasn't been successful or why you're not getting more views or followers on Instagram, which I just want to say a side note, views and followers and all that don't actually matter. <laughs> Throw that in there. But, right? But it's like, that's what we think. And so I just have this intuitive knowing of when I talk to somebody as they're speaking their soul is also speaking underneath what is coming out of their mouth. And it's just knowing how to guide them to recognize it for themselves, right? We as leaders, guides, coaches, whatever it is that we want to call ourselves, we could sit there and tell somebody, well, this is what's wrong and this is why it isn't working for you. But ultimately, soul alignment is you coming to this point of recognizing it for yourself. Because the moment that you understand and you connect the dots through my guidance, you can then make the choice like, oh, I can change it. Now I see, right? Because our ego is automatically going to come in. If somebody is telling us, oh, you're doing this wrong and this wrong, and this is what you need to do. You're like, "Mm, that doesn't feel good. I don't want that. That's not what I, that's not what I'm asking for. But if we allow somebody to experience this and this deep dive into themselves and connect the dots and have understanding just through guidance and questions and deep, deep rooted uprooting, they can then start to piece all the puzzle pieces together. And then we just get you totally aligned and connected to this business that you want so that then your energy is so magnetic and so in tune 
and you feel so good that it's like, why don't I wake up tomorrow and do X, Y, and Z with my life and with my business? Because it feels good and I want to do it and I don't feel pressured or stressed or anxious. Like I just know what I'm supposed to do and I'm going to do it. And it doesn't have to be perfect and it could be messy. I'm still going to have everything that I ever desired in my life. Yeah, and there's a good point in all of this stuff that you said that is totally like makes sense and I think really needed in the world right now. Um, But that piece that um, our identity issues that we kind of here to clean up in order to graduate ourselves, they are actually part of our defense mechanism, right? They didn't just happen because we, for whatever reason, decided to believe our parents that we're not lovable. They happen because this is self-preservation mechanism. So that's also probably a reason why it's kind of difficult sometimes for the person to detangle that from their identity because they, they feel that, well, but if I do, then that wound is open again. Would you say that? Yeah, right. Survival mode. It's living mm-hmm. in survival mode. Almost all of us are in that state of just surviving because that is what we believe we have to do. I just have to make it through today. I just have to get through tomorrow. I just have to make this work happen and hit this deadline and then everything will be okay. We we keep ourselves on this short leash while in survival mode because all we're doing is not actually allowing ourselves to be present, focused in the present moment and like fully here and fully enjoying every aspect of it because all we're thinking about is getting through this right now and getting to the next thing, which doesn't feel good to our soul, right? Which then just all ties back to the resistance that I talked about and the limiting beliefs and the fears because we're not actually just being present in ourselves, in our body, in our mind, which is why I think that this mind-body-soul connection to business is so stinking important because without having all of that in tune and aligned and knowing yourself on a level that you never have before, there's always going to be something that shows up within your life or within your business that you look at and you say, really, again, why? Why me? Why do I have to do this? Can Can we be done? Can I just have an easy life? Yeah, all those lessons that we kind of graduate ourselves through into personal power. So um, what did you have to learn in your life that got you to be aligned? Because you're a very powerful person. Your energy is very present. You take over space with a lot of charge. You bring naturally that soft power to help other people. So were you born with it or is that internal mechanism of cleaning up kind of happened for you in order to get here? Yeah, for me, it was definitely through my own life experience, right? I grew up in a cult-like religion Mm -hmm. that I had to deprogram myself from to really understand a lot of belief systems that were ingrained within me. I grew up with parents that weren't emotionally connected to themselves. So then I was emotionally detached from myself which led to me getting married at 20 years old to somebody that I barely knew. And then that relationship turning very abusive and toxic. And it taking me five years to find the strength within myself to leave because from the outside looking in, this marriage looked incredible. It looked amazing. I had a successful business in this marriage. I had a big, beautiful house. Everything looked awesome. Traveling the world. 
but nobody knew behind closed doors what was going on. And so it took me five years to find the strength to say, I am worth more and I don't need this. I have to find myself and choose what feels really good to me because for 26 years of my life, I hadn't chosen myself. You know, I was working off of all the programming of my parents and the religion and my grandparents and my past lives and then this marriage. And once I got out of that is when the true connection to myself happened because I took myself on a self-discovery journey of diving deep, uprooting, understanding, and really connecting to like, who is Shelby without all of this? Who is Shelby on her own? Who is Shelby without what everybody has told her that she is supposed to be and how she is supposed to work and run through life? And so I just started to connect to me through deep meditation and journaling and literally just being by myself, which is something I think a lot of us as humans have a hard time doing is just being by ourselves, like just taking myself to the beach and connecting with with nature and just releasing all of the emotions. And then I reconnected with somebody and I fell in love again, which heightened myself because it really allowed me to see my true power and position in a relationship of who I could be and who I could stand up as. We got married and I got pregnant. And then when I was six months pregnant, he passed away. And so it was like this next journey of myself of going through like, holy crap. Okay. So I just stepped into this higher version of myself and I had seen the life that I was creating and everything was so beautiful and magical. And now I'm here again. (laughs) And now I have to figure out who Shelby is as a widow and now stepping into being a single mom. And through all of that is what led me here to really understanding the impact of trauma and past and how important healing is and why it matters so deeply to our soul to get into alignment and to understand ourselves. Because had I have not gone through all of the deprogramming and reprogramming before the loss of him, I don't think I would have been able to get through that experience and then step into a single mothership and running a business had I have not done that work. Wow, this is very powerful. And that's why there is a very kind of intense example of being able to turn a very painful lesson and you had more than one (laughs) into something that's also very powerful and flourishing because of it. Mm -hmm. So what would you say for um, somebody who's in their life trying to, let's say, create a business and maybe work on the business that they have and they bumping into something that keeps taking them sideways because of the pain, like some sort of a thing, like maybe the relationship is not working, but they're trying to build a business or maybe their parent is elderly and having an issue and they're worried about their mom or something while they're trying to build a business. How can they incorporate this negative and quotes into what they're trying to create? Mm -hmm. Okay. Every situation is different, Mm -hmm. right? Which is what I want to first say, because obviously if it's something with a relationship and then we're trying to build a business is so different from a sick parent and trying to build build a business. And if it's connected to a relationship, it's really asking yourself and being fully honest of why isn't this relationship working? Is this for me? Is there any fixing it? 
If there's yes, then maybe it's just really defining and understanding what has to change, creating boundaries, finding some balance, connecting to that person in a different way, having conversations that really allow you to understand each other on a personal level. Because so often we come into relationships with all of our own past that has us reacting and showing up. And so conflict arises in relationships and we hold on to that conflict and we're hurt by something that somebody did. And then we bring that into our business and say, well, this is why I can't be successful because everybody's going to see me and hurt me in the way that this person does in this relationship. Right. So it's having to truly ask yourself a hard question like I did for my relationship. Like, is this going to get better? Is this going to change? Is there anything that I can do? And sometimes we have to make these hard decisions in our life to say, maybe this isn't for me, but what is a lesson that I can learn from this to transition, to transmute within myself to help me get to the next level? Because if this business is what I really want and I want to create success, why am I not going to honor that and allow somebody else to pull me away from the very thing that makes me who I am? Because this thing landed on my heart for a reason. And if it's somebody that's dealing with a sick parent, I actually have a couple of clients who are going through this right now. And it's asking yourself, how can I hold gratitude for what I still have with my parents and know that I am creating this thing so that I can give my future self, my future family, something more, right? It's just about how we look at it. We can look at everything as a way to take us back, hold us back, pull us away, push us away. But really it's how can I do it all and make myself feel good? We have to be selfish sometimes. Selfish isn't a bad thing, which is what we're told, right? Selfish. Oh, you're so selfish. That's wrong. No, selfish is like being selfless because we're literally honoring ourselves, loving ourselves, doing the things that we desire. And that's what you have to come back to. You got to dig deep and really understand why you wanted this business in the first place and find a way. Oh, this is so beautiful. And this is such a um, good, deep explanation of how you can take something and just turn it around by looking at it differently, by utilizing the power that's inside the lesson um, in order to actually propel yourself forward, but clean up your life in the process, essentially, right? Like readjust things towards the positive. So um, yeah. you have a gift for our audience. Um, would you like to explain what it is? And we'll put a link in the show notes so everybody can go and check it out. Yes, absolutely. So it is a seven-day mini mind. It is called Boundless Breakthrough. And it is actually taking you on this journey of what we really talked about today of diving deep and uncovering the primary limiting belief that's coming up for you, that's getting in the way, that's blocking everything from really coming into your life, that's creating the self-sabotage and the self-doubt and the overwhelm and really uncovering what that is. So then it can be at the top of your mind to say, okay, this is where I got to start. This is what I have to work on. This is what I have to heal. 
Well, this is great. This is going to be very useful, especially everything that you described earlier. This is such a perfect, <laughs> uh, perfect gift for everything. It like fits in absolutely exactly with what we were just talking about. So everybody, this is um, Shelby St. Clair. You can find her on um, the bossladyagency.com and the link to this specific uh, free gift that she just explained to us is in the show notes. So please check it out. So thank you so much, Shelby, for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on the social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on the social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using Wealth Energetics and Soul Design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.